Chris Carson, single setback. Now Jerron Brown shifts over to the left. Russell steps up, looks, still looking, still looking. Now it fires inside. It's caught. Touchdown, Seahawks. Jerron Brown, and that time, Russell got the time. And that's two on my man. Another win on the road. We're back home next week. Hey, let's keep it rolling, baby. Go Hawks. Oh yeah, man, it's just what we do. You know, you come out here, you win the game, you keep moving to the next one. Now we gotta get ready for next week. We're gonna forget about this one, we're gonna pot on the plane, it's over. He said it best. <laughs> he said it best. Five hard-fought victories have the Seahawks battling for the top spot in the NFC. Tonight, we put the spotlight on the Baltimore Ravens as the Hawks try and make it a clean sweep of the AFC North. Somebody gotta get it, man. We worked way too hard for this, man. Somebody. Biggest thing is we belong. It don't matter who we play, who we go against. We belong in this league. All right, let's get it. Playmakers on three. One, two, three. Playmaker. Russ, scrambling left, looks, dumps it over the top, got his man. Making the catch is Tyler Lockett. Nice job. Yeah, I got you on scrambles. Tyler Lockett takes us on the field for the win over the Cleveland Browns. Twelves, this is your team and your show. Seahawks Saturday night begins now. They say it's in there. Is that what? Hopefully they say it's in there. And more from Tyler Lockett mic'd up coming up as we welcome you to Seahawks Saturday night, joined by head coach Pete Carroll. Hey, what's up? Coach, what's impressed you the most from this five and one start? Well, that we've been able to uh, find a way to win in all these close games, you know, and with a really good mentality. Uh, last week it was really evident, uh, even though we fell behind early and, and struggled, our guys were really resolved that we were going to get back in the ball game and they stayed with it and gave us a great chance to play well in the second half and particularly in the fourth quarter. You called it a character builder. What exactly does that mean going forward in the season? Well, because you're challenged, you know, you're challenged whether you believe or not and whether you, you really believe in the things that we talk about that we're committed to or do you, you know, do you stray and you, you, you know, you become a doubter or whatever, a guy that, you know, goes down in the dumps. That didn't happen and, and uh, we've had enough opportunities now where we're getting pretty strong about it and it's a good, a really good attribute. Uh, we're going to need it down the stretch for sure, and we, you don't know when those games are going to come, but it's, it's good to know that you've been in tough situations, you've been behind in games, and you can find your way back out of it. You've been able to weather the storm the first six weeks without Jaron Reed. You welcome him back this week. What kind of effect do you expect that to have on the team? Well, he's already had an effect just co coming into the locker room. He's, he's, he's just a terrific member of this team. And, uh, his leadership, his toughness, uh, his competitiveness has always been you know, really evident. And, and so when he comes back in, and he's all fired up because you know, he knows he's missed a lot, uh, everything about that he brings is positive. And so I uh, hope you play well too, um, but uh, he's already given us a boost. Can that have a domino effect on other guys on the defensive line in terms of the pass rush? Counting on that, yeah, yeah. counting on that. You know, he's a factor, uh, really became a, a really active pass rusher last year. Um, he has good instincts. He's got good wherewithal to make calls and adjust calls and all of that, reading protections and stuff. So all of that just adds up, makes us more efficient. But uh, they got to pay attention to him now. He'll get in the backfield in a hurry, so that'll make more space for the guys on the edge. The Ravens have about 300 more rushing yards than any other team in the NFL so far. What has made that rushing attack so dangerous? Well, the quarterback, certainly, in, in the system that they go with, uh, Jackson's just a great football player. I mean, he 
he creates stuff not just in the running game, you know, he, obviously he does it as a scrambler too, but their commitment to him as a player and a runner uh, is so obvious. There's very few teams that have ever committed this, this firmly to the quarterback running and getting hit. He, it doesn't bother him at all. He's just playing football and having fun. What else stands out to you when you watch the Ravens on film? Their overall uh, balance. Uh, this is a really good football team. They're, they're, the special teams units has always been John's strength and it's always been great. They've never wavered. That's a big part of it. So they can make big plays there and take advantage of stuff. Uh, the, the fact that they run the football keeps their defense off the field. They're only allowing 80 yards a game rushing. Uh, they're, they're big time of possession team. Uh, so they make it very difficult. They don't give you chances to beat them. So we're going to have to play really good ball. Then again in the run game, Chris Carson, three straight games with 100 yards or more. What's been the difference for the rushing attack in general the last three weeks? Well, I, th I think Chris is uh, just his steady, consistent pounding is just every game looks the same. I mean, the next game, the next game is just one game leads into the next of his aggressiveness, his toughness, playmaking, his creativity. Uh, and we're, you know, we're getting him the ball outside of the, you know, outside of just running the football as well. Um, he's been a really, I think he's been a real spark plug to us. And I think he's, he turned the corner a couple weeks back and, and uh, hasn't looked back and he's been playing great ball. Russell Wilson, just the fourth player in NFL history to start a season with six straight games with a passer rating over 100. What's the key to his consistency? Well, it's, it's, oh, there's a lot of keys. I mean, it's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Of course, his experience, you know, in, in his, his understanding and command of the game is just the best it's ever been. But throughout all of these years, it's been his marvelous ability and talent. The thing that maybe separates Russ from other guys is just his confidence and his belief in himself, his belief in his ability to make the play and get the job done. He never wavers, and, and uh, there's no situation he's ever been in where he doesn't think he's going to find a way. And uh, you know, I love that about him, and, and we've been able to see the results of that for years. Speaking of confidence, is Shaquille Griffin playing as confident as he ever has? Yeah, he is. This is this is uh, as you see the great start for Russ. It's a great start for Shaq too. He's he's often flying. Uh, he's taking on all the challengers, and, and uh, he's doing a really nice job. He's really in command of his game, and really thrilled to see it. He put together, he and his brother put together a great offseason. Very dedicated and very pointed at coming back and being better than the year before, and it's every bit of that has shown up. I know it's a different position, but is it any similarity to Doug Baldwin in his third season after he struggled a bit in his second year? Uh, there, there is some similarities, you know, for different reasons. Back then. Uh, between Ricardo Lockett and Doug, they, they pressed so much in the second year in, the, in their preparation. They wore themselves out in the offseason. They worked so hard. They were just dead-legged by the time they got to camp. And, and it was, they were trying to do right, you know, and they were competing like crazy. They just had overdone it, you know, and so they're kinda, they, they, had to, they were in a rebound kind of mode the whole time in that second year. You had a chance to evaluate the boy band touchdown celebration last week? Yeah, I thought they looked pretty good. <laughs> they haven't asked me to be part of it yet, but, you know, maybe. We're still waiting for that one. Finally, the Twitter question keep, keep this week <laughs> is from at Rockhawk. Coach, when practicing and preparing for an upcoming opponent, does it help to have a quarterback with similar skill sets to prepare the defense? Yeah, that's a good question. Certainly it does. We see so much scrambling you know, out of our offense and, and uh, those the, the num numbers of repetitions that we've got you know, just logged about chasing Russ around in the way that you got to rush him, the way you have to scramble in, on defense uh, to, to plaster your guys in coverage, uh, the, the different threats that are, you know, that are created by the moving quarterback, the guys on the deep end are well versed at it. That doesn't mean that we're, we have it nailed because it's always the most difficult element of the game to, because it's, it's so unorthodox. And so, but we are versed in it and we are fortunate that we've had the chance to work against Russ. A chance to sweep the AFC North tomorrow. Best of luck. Okay, thank you. And if you have a question for Pete Carroll, you can submit it on Twitter using the hashtag AskCoachP.
We'll use one or two on the air every week. Again, that's hashtag AskCoachPete. Here comes the blitz again. Russell gets rid of it. Back corner of the end zone. It's Jerron Brown. He is in. Touchdown, Seahawks. Jamie, Jamie. Come on, come on. Five, six, seven, eight. The Seahawks remain perfect on the road. Tyler Lockett gives us a unique look at the win in Cleveland. He's mic'd up. Let me get that one. Oh, no, you're good, man. Good job.